Hello everyone, welcome back to the Out of Bounds Podcast, episode 6, coming at you on a Saturday, the best day of the week, you can do whatever you want, you don't got work, unless if you do have work, then kind of sucks for you, I guess, because Saturdays are, as Barstool says, for the boys, but Whatever you're doing, hope you're having a good Saturday. Hope you're watching this on Saturday or Sunday. Whatever day of the week you're watching this on, I hope you're enjoying it. I'm still rec- myself recovering from that disease-infected allergies. Got some. Disease. My nose is run. Yeah, <laughs> disease. Nose is running. Yeah, I think I- you just like had a trauma, a traumical experience. You know, you had a sore throat. Come on. Sore throat, runny nose, cough, and the whole fits. Still got it going with me. I don't have COVID. I don't have COVID. Don't go crazy. All right. Today, as you heard, Matt is back. Because, uh, Matt, people don't know whether you will be in the episode after that one week. Because he had off. What was that? Vacation? Work? I had work. I know. I said you had work in the videos don't worry i covered for you i covered for you i covered up your illegal drug business oh no i spoke about it uh, yeah it was my breaking bad i work with walter white all right so today we're going to be talking about how to fix the saints currently the saints are 28th in cap room at negative six million matt talk about how we fix the cap Okay. And don't cap. <laughs> I cracked. I want my own show. Out. Okay. <laughs> okay. So it's 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 a little technical. A lot of people don't understand it, but it's just you got you would have to restructure Marshawn Lattimore's, Cameron Jordan, Andrews Pete, their guard, Alvin Gamara, the running back, David Onyemata, the defensive lineman. Taysom Hill, the quarterback, who's the most overplayed player, player ever. Demario Davis, the linebacker, and you'd have to cut Malcolm Jenkins, Bradley Roby, Mark Ingram, and some other people. Not like, like like two other people, but I don't. I I'm not even gonna try pronouncing the one thing. Then at least say their positions. Uh it's an edge rusher, and Blake Bortles, the quarterback. And then they would re-sign. Whoa! The no, 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 no! Wait, 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 wait! We gotta save that real quick. Uh, all right. So Matt and I were discussing on how to fix the Saints. Um, I have my few points. He has his. Oh. So uh, we kind of clashed on uh, what we gotta do in order to fix the Saints. Can we get, can we get a little time out here for a second? What, what are you trying to say? My breaking uh, sources are telling me the Cowboys are trading Amari Cooper to the Browns for a fifth and sixth round pick. Whoa, 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 hold up. Wait a minute. Amari Cooper to the Browns? No way. Yes. I got no, this, this, this is what my sources are telling me. What source is this? Um, Adam Schefter and GPA for football. I mean, JPA football? JPA, yeah. I don't know. I say G, yeah. Uh oh, breaking Cowboys trading wide receiver Amari Cooper and a six-round pick 
to the Browns for a fifth and six. What? Only a fifth and six? I mean, Man. they were going to cut him, so I, I guess they kind of won the trade. I don't know why they're really getting Amari Cooper. I mean, they got. They need who a do they quarterback. have? Who do they have? Good point. Okay, well, breaking news. Both sides because the Cowboys were going to cut him either way. And yep. the Browns got a great receiver for cheap trade wise, but not cheap cap wise. It's kind of crazy. It's crazy. It is. This is 54 seconds ago, people. This is 54 seconds. This is recent. For you, yeah. this is going to be a few hours ago, but for us, this is. Yeah, all of you will have heard about this. My friend and I sent it. Oh, wait. Never mind. Anyway, back to back to back to the okay. back to the scheduled programming. Back to what you're here for. Wow, that's crazy. Um. All right, yeah. As I was saying, Matt and I were clashing on how to fix the Saints, so we decided we both agree on restructuring those players and also. Uh, dropping those players so we were both both of our rebuilds are going to have that but we both have different ideas on who to sign who to draft and whatnot so yeah that's i'm, I'm still thinking about the amari cooper thing a fifth and a six wow all for amari cooper all right the browns kind of crazy all right so, now with all that restructuring, the Saints have 12.3 million in cap room. I'll, should I talk about my rebuild first, or do you want to go? Uh, you can go. Alright, so here's how I rebuild. The top free agents we... <coughs> I'm still dying over here. Oh, God. Uh, Teron Armstead, left tackle. Marcus Williams, their free safety, are the top two free agents that are going to happen uh, because they didn't franchise tag them and they didn't re-sign them. At this point, Jenkins, Malcolm Jenkins, their safety, and Bradley Roby are who they're going to cut in order to save cap. So those are their like top four free agents now. Now, how do you fix them? You say, what are you going to do about quarterback? What's going to happen? John, what will you do as the GM of the Saints? Well, thank you for asking. So, I see that Pro Football Network has the Saints drafting Kenny Pickett quarterback to the New Orleans Saints. I don't know how feel about Kenny Pickett because he was kind of average for his fourth years but then in his fifth year in college he really grew I'm wondering why it took him four years until he really started to blossom in college I mean so, you can really see the same for Joe Burrow I guess so yeah so I'll have I'll agree with Pro Football Network taking quarterback Kenny Pickett going to the New Orleans Saints. 
I know um, CBS Sports had them drafting a wide receiver. Uh, however, I'm not having that in the draft. So that's again the first round. And in the... Well, I should probably talk about the free agents before I talk about um, the draft. So you my uh, philosophy is you really got to build the offense up. Now, because it's an offensive league, the offenses are winning the games now instead of the defenses uh well you need a good you need good both but currently the saints have a better defense than they do have a better offense so i have them going after by the way this cap room that i'm doing it it's annual value worth so they get they pick up OJ Howard for 2.7 million this year. The tight end gives them a much better tight end than what they have. They also go after Zay Jones from the Las Vegas Raiders, 2.5 million wide receiver. So pairing him with Deontay Harris, I know both of them aren't like number one wide receivers, but they're both qualified wide receivers nonetheless. And then. Over on the defensive side, pick up Rodney McLeod, who is $4.3 million free safety. That fixed that free safety problem that Marcus Williams left behind. Rodney McLeod, he was injured a lot these past couple of seasons, but he is a good free safety nonetheless. And so, like I said, they also... Uh, one last... Signing Desmond King from the Houston Texans. Three. <laughs> I'm dying here. Desmond King, cornerback, three million. So that puts them at 12.5 million uh, in cap, which is just 2.2 million that they have to make up, which you can easily do by th switching around some players and whatnot dropping like third stringers or putting them on the practice squad so like I said they draft quarterback Kenny Pickett and this is where I disagree with pro football network because they had the Saints drafting a Penn State wide receiver in the second round however I disagree now awesome. that we have Zay Jones you don't go after a wide receiver even though a wide receiver is a big trouble uh, you now have you have Alvin Kamara, so you want to have the run game as a priority, as your most, like, that's what you want to focus with. Now, we do have two okay wide receivers. They're not going to wow you. It's kind of like the Indianapolis Colts this season. Michael Pittman, he's a good, I was about to say great, but then I switched to good. He's a good wide receiver. He's not a number one wide receiver, though. So, Deontay Harris, he was good wasn't great. Then you pair him with Say Jones, which is a little bit of an upgrade from their number two wide receiver. And come on, they beat the Bucks, Packers. They beat some good teams this past year. Um, and now I think Kenny Pickett, depending on how what he turns out to be in the NFL, it could be an upgrade from Jameis Winston. You don't need much in order to have an upgrade from Jameis Winston. <laughs> Second no. round pick I have him drafting Bernhard Ryman who is a left tackle which will be Teron Armstead's um replacement I see him as a really good left tackle he played for I believe it was Michigan this past season 
uh, University of Michigan. Uh, he played well. Uh, I Also, they rated him at the NFL Combine offensive lineman. He was great, the second best offensive lineman at the Combine with a 96 overall rating by Next Gen Stats. So, this is a good left tackle. If you do, I think a team, whoever picks him up, could be a left tackle that stays with that team for a long while. So that is my rebuild. I know it's not much, but that is what I'm going to do if I was a GM slash coach of the New Orleans Saints. Matt, the floor is yours. Okay. You know me. Jameis Winston is staying on the Saints if they want to win. Mistake, mistake, mistake. So, you know, cut Roby, Jenkins, Ingram, and like, yeah, Blake Bortles, like I said, and restructure Cameron Jordan, Marshall Lattimore, and just Pete. Yeah, we all have, them. We have yeah. that in common. Yeah, all of them. Um, and then they would re-sign Jameis Winston for a one-year, four million, two twenty percent guaranteed to like because I need him. And I th- I think I think it's a fair offer for both sides. Well, not for Jameis Winston because he deserves to be paid much more. But anyway, and then we re-sign ACL, and you're upping his pay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay. And then they'd re-sign Kawan Alexander for two point five million, twenty percent guaranteed. I don't know. That was kind of generous. But like, I was I, I didn't really care. But it's, it's about that. This is going to be huge. So the, the off season, they don't really have much cap to work around. They can't really sign any big names, or like they would. They they'll probably like move around, make a trade, but hopefully get Taysom Hill out of there because he's just a waste of cap. And then, yeah, they would mean they can't really sign anyone major. So like they'll probably sign some like second, third stringers, but I'm not going into that. And then the draft comes along. They have the 18th, 50th, the 18th and 50th pick, and the 97th and 98th. So I have them with the 18th pick, picking Ohio State receiver Chris Olave, because they need a wide receiver desperately, even though Michael Thomas is coming back. I'm not sure about Michael Thomas, because he's been injured, supposed to come back this year, didn't come back. He's too iffy. Chris Olave could be a big receiver. He could be a receiver number one. He's super fast, and he will make a difference right away starting week one. I think Jameis will most likely play week one, is what I'm understanding here. And, um, yeah. Okay. And then with a 50th pick, I have them picking Baylor cornerback Jalen. Petrie, no offense, not good at names. Jalen Petrie, now, he was really good at Baylor, and he, I think he will fit right in with them. Not, they won't really like. It's gonna be because they, they just, they've, they lost a few corners. They, they, uh, a few corners like. Yeah, Roby. Roby, Poole, and all of them. They'll and still then, have Lattimore, though. Their number one corner. Yeah. It's going to 
kind of the problem here that we're facing is because of him. And then with the 97th pick, I have them picking Louisiana tackle Max Mitchell. He was okay to good, and well, he was pretty good, like good, yeah, in college for uh, Louisiana. And I think they need a young tackle for because they're losing to Ron Armstead to free agency. So it's, wait, aren't they? Wait, are they? Yeah, it's Ron Armstead left tackle. Yeah, are they losing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Marcus Williams, free safety. Those are the top yeah, two. And, re- and to replace him with the 98th pick, Brian Cook from Georgia. George's yeah you're placing Marcus Williams with a fourth round pick third round pick I they've, thought you said the third round they've pick three third rounds tackle yeah they've two three round they've two third round picks okay I mean he did pretty good he had 70 tackles yeah we could go on here and argue yeah, we could, about we could the whole, do the whole entire Winston. draft but he doesn't, like, I don't... Do you have, do you have more of the draft that you're covering, or no? No, but let me just let me just give a score prediction. A, like, a prediction for if this happens. You see the you see the Saints win the NFC South. You see them go... Go 11-5. You see them make it to at least the divisional round. In the playoffs, win. Maybe win. And you see a huge upgrade the following year, making them Super Bowl contenders two years from now. That is absolute crap, bruh. No, 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 no. You're telling me they're going to win that division. Let's just say Buccaneers get a quarterback, something... Or, like, Deshaun Watson goes to the Panthers. Like, something's going to happen in that division where it's going to become more competitive. Uh, Currently, with a lot of the situation, like, unknown uh, with that division, it looks like the Falcons might be the best team there. Uh, But you're telling me... Jameis Winston... Along with, okay, Chris Olave and was Deontay Harris are his wide receivers. He doesn't have a tight end. Michael Thomas. Well, Michael Thomas, if he comes back, that's unknown. You don't have a tight end. And you have Teron Armstead leaving. You're replacing him with a third round pick, which I'm not a fan of. I think you need a better person to be put in there on that offensive line to protect him. So that's why I say you go with that second round pick who's graded really high. I like mine. Kenny Pickett along with Zay Jones, Deontay Harris, OJ Howard. Um, more than that offense. You factored in the cap for those? Yeah, I did. I told you, I... All those people together put it at $12.5 million in cap, and they just got to do minor adjustments with some players, like drop them or whatever, like third-rounders. 
Um, that's along with Desmond King, Ronnie McLeod, Sage Jones, O.J. Howard. There's uh, no way they add up to 12 mil. This is their annual value per year. Like, and then you just put that into um, their cap. Plus, all these players aren't number one. Like, O.J. Howard, he's been number two tight end at Buccaneers for a while. Zay Jones wasn't a one or two wide receiver, I don't think, with the Raiders. Ryan McLeod's been injured these past several years. Desmond King, uh, the Chargers shipped him off to the Texans. Texans, they didn't ever sign him. Uh, And yeah, then I have Kenny Pickett coming in, stepping up, being a better QB than who they had this past season. Um, with he's better than Tate. Hopefully he'll be better than Taysom and that one guy they had. Who was that that rookie's name that they had? I forget. We faced him. What's that? Who? The Saints. The rookie? Yeah, that they had playing this past year. Oh, Ian Book. What's that? Ian Book. Ian Book, yeah. He's, no. Did you, no. No, just I said no. he's better. Than who? Kenny Pickett is better than him. Oh, yeah, of course. Ian yeah. Book was like a fifth-round pick. Yeah, I'm saying it's going to be a better upgrade, be an upgrade at quarterback. And then if you throw on Michael Thomas there, then boom, they got Slant Boy. That makes the other targets a little bit more open. <laughs> Slant Boy. It's true, though. So, yeah. Those are our rebuilds. I don't like the whole Jameis Winston with your scenario. I don't know if he has what it takes to be a starting quarterback. I just look at him and I see thirty interceptions. Okay. There's always there are there's always haters. <laughs> there is always haters, no matter who the player is. Alright. So everyone Matt, anything you'd like to add? No. All right. Otherwise, we keep so long. Be like, nah. I I think I was like, nah. All right. So, you said you see the Saints winning the division if they do your thing, and then in two years becoming Super Bowl champions. Yeah. I don't see that. I can see um, with my rebuild the Saints winning the division this year currently because there's a lot of questions in the NFC South. I do not see that this team that I built as Super Bowl champions within two years. I'd need a lot of time to figure out stuff with how to do them. If I was like their GM or coach, I would do a lot more in-depth analysis on what has to be done on how to fix this team if they have any chance of becoming Super Bowl champs. I would have liked to have gone for a QB in free agency or through the trade. Because I think if they were to get Jimmy G this offseason, that'd be a bigger upgrade than getting Kenny Pickett. And then you can use that first-round pick and get maybe a wide receiver or maybe another linebacker or corner, defensive lineman, who knows. But currently working with the cap situation, Jimmy G's not an option. 
So that is it for this episode of the Out of Bounds Podcast. Make sure to give us a good rating on whichever uh, platform you are watching slash listening to us on. If you're watching this on YouTube, hit that like button, subscribe so you know when we come out with a new episode. So this past week we had one come out on Thursday. That's an anomaly. We should have all of our episodes come out on Wednesday. However, with me being sick and uh, I had a lot of stuff going on Wednesday. So I couldn't, I didn't have the time to upload it Wednesday. However... Uh, yeah, so it came out Thursday. This one's coming out Saturday. For the Friday slash Saturday episode, it should be coming out either one of those two days. It's kind of hard to work with with Matt working on Friday. And then I'm also finishing up my job on Friday as well for the week. So that is it for this episode. And like I said, uh, give us a good rating. And anything you'd like to say, Matt? MVP, James. Nah, that's just being rude to Josh Allen. You're a big Josh Allen fan, and I think that's disrespectful to say Jameis is going to win it over him. But that, yeah. Goodbye, everyone. Crazy about the Amari Cooper Bye. thing.